Hello, everybody, and welcome to Turn to Page 32. But don't worry, it's only a nightmare. Uh, how are you doing, Raps? I yeah. have been doing better. Um, yeah. Recently, I had this kind of, uh, I, I, I guess you could really only, and I don't want to refer to it using this word because the word was used recently, but I, it, it's so apropos, a nightmarish experience. Oh. And that was when I looked at the cover of this book and yes. saw this gremlin nasty man's face and just drifted my eyes up very slightly to his cap. Yeah. His little sleeping me cap. And yes. on the front of the cap, you want to tell me what that says, Rito? On the cover of this book, Goosebumps, give yourself Goosebumps, number 32, it's only a nightmare. On mm. the nightcap of this gremlin, this benightcapped gremlin, there is <laughs> cursive text that says, Sleep Master. It says, it says Sleep Master, embroidered on his wee nightcap. And I, the dissonance is sending me. Is this... I am so fundamentally confused at this I, point yeah. in time. I only have three different directions that this could go, and they get worse over time. Number one, he's a bed. <laughs> Beds are often called sleep master, That's maybe a true. duvet, something of that ilk. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, not particularly nightmarish. Yeah, part bed, part man. That's fine. Number two, it's a command. There's no comma <laughs> in between them, but it's sleep, master. It's, I compel you to forget this moment so I may haunt and eat your dreams. The third option, the third option is something more in the role play BDSM realm. I <laughs> yeah. don't like this gremlin in any of those contexts. Yeah, uh, no matter what, this the the face on this gremlin it's like it's very green goblin when he's like <gasps> absolutely been set off like what what was that oh. i just realized what bdsm stands for Becapped devil sleep master there we go i knew it it was hiding in plain sight the entire time it's also worth noting, or this devil. man has two gargoyles overlooking his bed at all times, and they are less creepy than he is. Yeah, it's definitely true. Uh, it, it, just such a strange thing. I don't know if I, I, I think I've never been more confused by the cover, just because, like, what level of humor is at play in the cap saying Sleep Master? And I feel like, I feel like it might be peak camp. I think we found it. I think Pete... you think it's the mythical fourth option that he's just so good at sleeping that he got given a yes. crown about it. I think that he is the master of sleep. I think that's just it. I think it's just that simple. I think it was it's been staring us in our face the entire time like this uh you know <laughs> the gremlin man. I, I You're think right. It, I'm I, making unfair uh, assertions based on the assumptions that I am making from seeing this man's, you know, malliced grin, his yeah. sharp teeth, his completely pupilless eyes. Yeah. And frankly, that's on me. I'm judging by appearances. I'm literally judging a book by its cover. Yeah, I think there's a 100% chance that this is a, um, I can't believe it's not 
uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. I yes. Think, I think there is such a minuscule chance that it's not literally just that. So... You wanna... To the degree that I think we're going to be on, like, Willow Street or U Street or something like that. Just another kind of tree. Yeah, we'll, we'll see here. I will say I see, I see a proper noun here that has, I think, solved... So solved some of it. Let's uh let's get into mm-hmm. it now. Beware. <laughs> Don't read the book from beginning to end. Can't sleep? No wonder. You're in the creepiest old inn that you've ever seen. You just know this place is gonna give you nightmares. But there's something you don't know. In this place, your nightmares can come true. Especially if they involve the terrifying sleep master. If you don't handle him right, he could turn your parents into aliens. Or turn you into a bat. Can you take control of your dreams? Or will you be trapped in a nightmare forever? Huh. Alright. I, I, I think that the, the big thing that's causing such problems with Sleep Master is that it is just not a scary name. Yeah, not at all. It's just not even a little scary. It just sounds like, like somebody who's very proficient at a skill. Like, and that skill is easy. <laughs> What about like Morpheus the Dream Lord or something like you know something something with a little bit of like a gothic drip to it? At least make him the Nightmare King. Come on! Oh my God! Make him the Nightmare King. Bare minimum. Give him give him just Nightmare Master. Just Nightmare Master. He works (laughs) down at the local hardware store. The Nightmare Master. Like he's the level below the Nightmare Manager, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I'm assistant to the nightmare manager. It's just <laughs> the regional nightmare master. The regional nightmare. I'm the regional nightmare master. <laughs> I mean, literally, with respect to the region of this inn, the final thing I will say, though, is it does seem funny. I know his abilities are probably exclusive to these, but sure. the, the two yes. threats are I'm turning your parents into aliens or you into a bat. I know. What, me into an alien, maybe? Or my parents into bats? Nah, no. can't do that, actually, buddy. Age restricted. <laughs> the, the bat things only work on kids. The exactly. aliens, parents. Yes. Oh my. Well, uh, the suspense is killing me. Let's get on in. Uh, Let's do it. Page one. Hurry, you urge yourself. Run faster. You're running for your life down a long, dark hallway. A huge, smelly, terrifying something is right behind you. But it's as if you're running in quicksand. Your legs churn, but you don't go anywhere. You try and scream, but nothing comes out. You hear the thing's hooves clatter on the wood floor. You feel its hot breath on the back of your neck. It's so close. Suddenly, you're on the roof. How'd you get there? But the thing is still after you. Tentacles wrap around your ankle. Oh, no! You scream. You turn and kick like a maniac, as hard as you can. You did it. You broke free. But... The force of your kick sends you backwards. You teeter at the edge of the roof. <laughs> you shriek. You fall into the dark void. This is the end. But the fall seems to go on forever. And with each passing second, your terror grows. Drop to page two. Oh, man. I just hate that this is happening in reality. Exactly. I can't wait to go to sleep tonight. I know. Have a dream. <laughs> oh, no. You jerk yourself upright, shaking. Your t-shirt is soaked with cold sweat. Oh, not another nightmare! You moan. With a trembling hand, you reach for the lamp by your bed and switch it on. As light floods the room, it all comes rushing back to you. That's right, you're on a vacation with your parents and you're sleeping at an inn. 
Your folks are snoring in the next room. You grab the quilt and tuck it under your chin. Be calm, you tell yourself. Your mom and dad love this inn. They think it's quaint. You think it's old and creaky. The place gives you the creeps. Is that a sound? Nervously, you glance behind you. You gasp. The hideous, distorted face of a gargoyle is only inches away. Gape at the gargoyle on page three. In another second, you realize the truth. The gargoyle is only a wooden carving, part of the headboard on your bed. It isn't real, you assure yourself. There are four gargoyles carved into the headboard. Their mouths are open in a ghastly grin. Their claws seem to dig into the headboard. Their wings are spread as if ready to take flight. No wonder you had a nightmare. You edge away from the headboard towards the middle of the bed. You hate nightmares more than anything. The what? The worst ones are the ones with the sleep master. The sleep master is a strange character who appears often in your nightmares. Sometimes you can't even see his face. But his eyes are always the same. Gray and cold. And he always says the same thing. Wake up! Your whole life is a dream! What you call the dream world is the reality! Wake up and live in it! <laughs> now, now the sleep master just feels like an infomercial character. Like, j just... I'm not. I'm not saying that was not a You're critique of the voice. You've been through your life. Yes, For exactly. For four easy payments of nineteen ninety-five, I can teach you how to cold read and swindle the bereaved out of their plots of land. Basically, that yes, this it's the sleep master. Yeah. <laughs> if he sells me a duvet or <laughs> any sort of bedding at all, he will have been fulfilling his name in multiple different realms. Yeah. I will be happy. The sleep master scares you more than any gargoyle. You, you have the feeling that if he catches you in your dream, you'll never wake up. But of course, the sleep master is only a dream, isn't he? Go to page four. You shiver as you think about the sleep master. Now you'll never fall back to sleep. The clock on the nightstand says it's only 1 a.m. You can't stay up all night. Tomorrow morning, you and your folks are supposed to go on a hike. You gotta get some sleep. But you don't want to stretch out under those gargoyles. You could wake up your parents, but only little kids do that, baby. Besides, they tell you it was a dream and go back to sleep. You could go downstairs to the kitchen in the inn and find something to eat, but the dark old house is just as scary as the bed. What do you do? If you go downstairs, go to page 63. If you try and sleep in the bed, go to page 122. You know, I'm going to throw this into the general abstract and ask Rito. If you happen to wake up in the middle of the night and you find yourself incapable of getting back to sleep, are you more of the type to get up and take a walk around, maybe, you know, spend 15 minutes doing something else so that you can calm yourself back down, go back to bed and go back to sleep then? Or do you just stay there, dreading how soon your alarm is going to go off and realizing every second as it passes is another second that you can't afford to sleep? And in fact, then I'm not even going to get a full REM cycle because it's not going to be 90 minutes at that point and then you're suddenly fretting about that and then it's 9.30 a.m. and you're late for the meeting. Let's, uh... Cool, so we're staying in bed. <laughs> <laughs> you think about getting out of bed until you hear creaky noises. No way. You whisper. The noise and the dark are too scary. Even with the creepy headboard, you feel better staying in bed. You lie there, trying not to look at the strange figures carved in the headboard. You try and close your eyes tightly. No use. In your mind, the gargoyles are still staring at you. 
Now you're too spooked to open your eyes. Minutes go by. It seems like you've been in this bed forever. You keep saying to yourself, They're not real. 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 In that case, go to page 42. <laughs> Who says we're not real? You pop your eyes open. Who said that? No, impossible. A gargoyle is winking at you. <laughs> you scream. You pull the sheets over your head. But after a few seconds, you have to take a peek. Four strange creatures are flitting around the room. They hop from the headboard to the dresser to the lamp, playing tag and turning somersaults in the air. Each one is about a foot tall with its leathery wings. There's a gorilla, a serpent-headed dog, a devil, and a man with no eyes. You want to speak, but there's a lump in your throat the size of a softball. Finally, words spill out. What? 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 You stammer. Well, words almost spill out. What are we doing here? The dog finishes for you. We're in your dream, dummy. So that's it. You finally fell asleep. Okay, fine. No problemo. You tell the gargoyles. I'll just wake myself up. Wait, the gorilla says quickly. Don't wake up yet. We haven't told you the secrets of the bed. <laughs> Learn more on page 29. Teach me, this gorilla. This is the Sleepmaster 3000. <laughs> Teach me the secrets of the bed. Did you know this bed has a number that is just curated right for you? You have to just find oh, it. Take this remote. The thread count is above 540. Egyptian cotton. What? 540? Uh, alright. 29. The gorilla gargoyle hops onto the bed and hovers over you. You want to swat the gross thing, but you're afraid to touch it. Afraid of what it might do to you. You have to make a choice. It explains. A choice of dreams. Adds the eyeless gargoyle. That's the power of the bed. You choose your dreams. And you can make them come true. The devil chimes in. Only, says the gorilla. Be careful what you dream of. It will absolutely, positively come true. I, Goosebumps loves gorillas. They do. They really do. It's like, it's, it's surprising how frequent gorillas specifically come up. And the I, only thing I can, like, internalize from that is that culturally this was released contemporary to King Kong. Ah, uh, yes. And perhaps... Wait, when... Coco the Gorilla must have been famous around here now, too, right? But yeah, yeah. Certainly. Robin Williams interacted with Coco the Gorilla when Robin Williams did not have gray hair. So, so at least 30, 40 years ago now. Let's do Coco math, yes. <laughs> uh... So, I mean, I guess it's probably a combo of that, but also gorillas are timeless. Gorillas are forever. Just chill, mm -hmm. you tell yourself. This is only a dream. Any minute now, you'll wake up. Then another thought hits you. What if it was possible? What if you could really make your dreams come true? Go to page 111. As you lie in bed, four, wow, uh-oh, four different pictures pop into your mind. It's as if each gargoyle is giving you a choice of a dream. A dream that you can make come true. In one vision, you see yourself 
in a castle. Maybe you'll be the ruler of a great land. A landmaster. In another vision, you'll see yourself at school. This is a chance you'll do everything. This is the chance to do everything you've always wanted to do there. A schoolmaster. In the third version, you see yourself as the president of a big corporation. Controlling... <laughs> controlling millions of dollars. Just honestly. Let's just update that with respect to inflation to billions with a B. Yeah. Millions? A big corporation controlling millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. Buddy, it, that's a mom and pop shop in the yeah. current market. <laughs> uh, a local chain master. And in the last vision, you see your own home. You can turn it into anything you want. Your own master. Be your own boss. The gargoyles wait patiently while you make up your mind. Which dream will you dream, 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 dream? Uh, Do we dream a little dream of yeah. home, school, castle, or home, school, or castle? <laughs> I'm going I'm to slightly put my thumb on one option, which is I don't super want to be a millionaire in this. In, you... I don't want to be the kid who goes to bed and goes, mm, I dream of myself as a big old CEO in a big building yes. telling people what to do and having money. It's like, that is a boring kid. That yeah. kid sucks. And either <laughs> achieves his dreams and sucks or doesn't and, and sucks. And is a failure who sucks. Yeah. Is <laughs> bitter and still sucks. Okay. No, thank you. Uh, All right. Let's, since we're... Basically, since we're doing like a ranked draft and we're mm. we're making we're doing our picks and bans, I think I'll ban next. I, I, I ban I ban home. It's too strong yep. in the meta. Like it's all yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. do is be home. So I spend very calm, very pedestrian. I already dream do... about school. Sorry, school. I already do everything I want to do at home. Which is nothing. Yeah, exa exactly, right? Like, you can do anything you want to. Well, I mean, I guess I do. I'll do exactly what I would otherwise do if I just woke up and walked around. Like, that's <laughs> that's a lack of imagination, certainly. School yeah. and castle. The school is certainly more on the terrifying side. Like, all of the dreams I've had about school are, you know, the classics. Oh, mm. no, I'm nude. I had an exam I didn't know about. Oh no, I'm nude in the exam I didn't know about. You know, the classics, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> I have oh, I have an exam oh no, on I'm, my nude body. <laughs> wait, exactly. I'm in an examination as the model in a still life photography and art class. And oh no, my clothes are on. Like, you know, just faux pas all left, right and center. Um, yeah. That said, I do think that Goosebumps would have a lot more to draw from with uh, school than castle. Yeah. But also... Castle's a little bit imaginative. Castle's got it's some true. fun to it. It's true. I will say, I do feel like, I feel like we, you know, we did the whole Night in Screaming Armor. That was castle mm -hmm. We, I feel like we also had another book that took us to a stint in a castle as like a, like a C plot. <laughs> like, he, he was if just I like, recall the, the, the puzzle master dude that had tattoos all over his skin. Uh, yeah, that sounds also, right. Yeah, ended up in uh, a a castle that he owned as we had to crawl our way across the moat. Yeah, something like that. So basically, I think we'll, there's a decent chance that we're going to have to like double back to one of these anyways. 
I am curious mm-hmm. to see what their take on school is. Maybe it'll you know let the night- it. maybe it'll let the nightmare aspect shine a bit more since it's less inherently flavored itself. If that makes exactly sense. right, like it feels like it gives them more uh, ammunition to fire in this way, right? There's there's more you know obvious things to play off of that people would otherwise be dreaming in school. Yes, ring. It's the light bell. You're standing in front of your school, books in hand. Rats, you mutter. I'm late to class. Then it hits you. This is a dream. A very real-seeming dream, and you're in total control of what happens. A surge of excitement pulses through you. Thank you, gargoyles! You cry. Oh, this is going to be awesome! You hurry through the front doors. Then an angry voice stops you dead in your tracks. You there! A bald, chunky teacher marches up to you. Mr. Lagamba! He points his finger at you. You there, I said. Report to the principal's office. For a moment, your heart sinks. But then, you think, who's he kidding? This is my dream, isn't it? Then again, it would be fun to mess with the principal now that you're in charge. What do you do? If you go to the principal, go to page 114. If you don't, go to page 120. I mean, what are the odds that the uh, Nightmare Master is the principal? One. Probably. It's one to one. To one. The, the payout for that is actually uh, negative the, uh, the, you know, the, the transaction rate. Uh, just loss. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he can't gain. No gains. Lossy transaction. Um, I, so I, I kind of want a, a third option that isn't written here of flip off Mr. Lagamba, play a, you know, yeah. six solo on a flying V guitar, kick the flying V guitar into the sun yes, and then yes. run away. You know, like something fun like that. I think the closest we can get here is at least 120, which is not going to the principal. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's probably about the closest we can get. Hey, this is my dream, you realize? I don't have to see the principal if I don't want to. Uh, just inform the principal I'm busy. <laughs> you tell the teacher in your snootiest voice, Mr. La 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 Lagamba glares at you. His face slowly begins to turn red. A big vein throbs in his temple. You hold your breath. What is he going to say? Are you about to get busted big time? To find out, turn to page 116. Very well, Mr. Lagamba replies meekly. Grinning, you saunter down the hall in the direction of the cafeteria. As you reach the steps, you run into a group of kids. There's Bobby Smith, the best basketball player in school, and Cassie Green, president of the student government. They're the leaders of your schools in crowd. You always wanted to hang with them, but they never let you. You're running the dream. Now's your chance to be one of the cool kids. Then again, they were always mean to you. Why don't you blow them off? Make them squirm a little. Across the way is a bunch of other kids. There's Benny, the smartest and nerdiest kid in school. There's also Alicia, the queen of detention, plus a few other losers. (laughs) Okay. You can make them popular if you feel like it. You can only join one group. Which do you choose? I resent both. I resent both. Whoa. You resent both groups. I resent both choices because... The in-crowd 
it's we can join them because we always want to be popular and we, if it's we join the losers it's because we want to make them popular why can't we just join them why has it got to be in pursuit of making mm. them of granting them status can't we just uh, be losers in detention I think that uh, it's possible that the fantasy fulfillment here for the character is being popular and yes. that um, they might typically have joined one of these tables meekly. Uh, I will say that... If we have to choose between the two, yeah, I, mean, I, I think there's at least yeah, one yeah, yeah. very clear choice. Yeah. Don't go with the losers. Absolutely. We join the losers. Let's be popular. Um... Why should I be friends with those snobs, you think? Instead, you head towards the misfits. Besides, you tell yourself, I can't help these guys. I can help these guys become popular. You walk down the steps to Benny, Alicia, and the rest of the school outcasts. They're grateful you came over. So, um, what do you want to do? Benny asks. Hang out? How about going to the soccer game? Alicia chimes in. Nah. Benny replies. Sports are boring and only for Neanderthals. Let's play video games. They all turn to you. Uh, why don't you decide? Alicia suggests. If you go to the soccer game, turn to page 135. If you want to play video games, turn to page 25. Um, I have a bias for reasons. So do I. I, I I don't love how Benny presented it, right? Yes. Like Alicia was being at least fair and considerate of like, hey, how about we mention this alternative option? Yes. And Benny's like, no, not yeah. only do I not want to do that, but your thing's bad. Like, ugh, yeah. worst kind I'm, of person. I'm, I want to pick the option, but not the person for, for video games. Precisely. Yeah. Let's play video games. You decide. Benny nods excitedly. He leads the whole group down the hall. In this dream, there must be a video, a video arcade in school, you muse. Awesome. You enter the room behind Benny, but instead of rows of video games, you just see one giant screen. On the screen is a chessboard. Computer chess? You blurt out. Of course. Benny replies. I don't play those silly, childish, violent, uneducational arcade games. You roll your eyes. No wonder Benny has no friends. Benny points at the screen. No human has ever beaten this computer. If one of us could do it, we'd be famous. You shrug. Really? No problem. I can do it. Really? Benny's eyes grow wide. Sure, you boast. After all, it's your dream, right? Nothing to it, you tell yourself as you sit in front of the giant screen. Just think like a chess piece. That's the last thing you think before the room vanishes. Move to page 100. I uh, saw a simulated uh, chess game uh, that was featured recently between uh, the, the something fish, I can't remember what it's called, the, the, the common... Uh, chess AI that a lot of people play uh, through and against and kind of measure their performance against sure. and chat GPT and uh, the fun thing is uh, you know chat GPT managed to win uh, <laughs> by making consistently illegal moves as clearly it did not understand the rules of chess and just tried to mimic inputs that it had seen yeah 
<laughs> well, I think it captured its own queen at one point. <laughs> oh, let's just do that. We can do that. Exactly. It's our, it's the, the computer dream. won't respect it. The computer won't understand it. Actually, secondarily to that, I'll make it as quick as possible. The computer that had not been beaten in Go, the computer that made people think that Go was a solvable game because it could always beat all human players in all instances, mm -hmm. recently got beaten by a human player who specifically played badly because the bot wasn't capable of seeing the setup because no human plays like that. So the data sets that it had been trained on were good players and playing yes. badly at the start of the game gave him an advantage. Oh my goodness. That's that's always been my tactic. Just yeah. sandbag the AI. <laughs> Make them underestimate you. Yeah. Psych the AI out. Yeah, exactly. Well, either way, you find yourself standing on a vast plain. It's as smooth as polished wood. The ground is broken up into black and white squares. With a shock, you realize <gasps> it's a chessboard. To your right and left are soldiers in white armor. You look down and see that you're wearing white armor too. Unbelievable! You cry. I said I was going to think like a chess piece. Now I am a chess piece. A, a pawn. The air fills with the thunder of hoofbeats. You gasp as you see a black knight on horseback. He jumps over a startled bishop and comes charging at you. The knight's sharp lance is leveled right at your heart. What can you do? There's no time to dream your way out. What? Then you spy something at your feet. A mouse! It's squeaking at you. Does it have a message? You want to bend down and pick it up, but that will leave you completely unprotected from the knight's attack. He's almost on your square. What do you do? If you raise your shield, go to page 123. If you pick up the mouse, go to page 84. This is wild how many diverging paths we're getting. We're getting one on every page. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to... I think we're going to find the end of a, like, very beforked path very soon. Um, I think that's quite likely, yeah. Do you have a, a read on this? I have a read on this. If you raise your shield, or if you pick up the mouse, the only thing is, right, like, chests don't work like that, baby. You don't, like, it's, there's no defense statistic of this character yeah. and the attack statistic. There's no power and toughness. Like, yeah. you raise your shield and you game. still die. Yeah. I, I've always resented that about chests, that there's no stats. <laughs> Just, exactly. I... I, how am I supposed to get invested in my bishop, in my pawn, if I cannot fill out a talent tree to make him shoot mm -hmm. fireballs soon? I don't even feel like I have ownership of this character. I yeah. didn't even choose him to go on the diagonals. I know. Uh, he just... It just... Let me customize my character. It's just... I'm, I just... I don't really feel like I'm chess, right? <laughs> This game doesn't make me feel like I'm chess. <laughs> There's so little self-expression in chess. <laughs> um, my my thing was, uh, I feel like the mouse is like some kind of dream. Uh, Love it. Who's it? What's it? Gimmick to be like? It's mm -hmm. the computer mouse, and you control the game. Bingo! Exactly. That's my guess. Uh, let's Oops. go for it on page eighty-four. I did it. Oops. Okay, eighty-four. Eighty-four. That's my guess. All right. Something tells you that you should really pick up that mouse. As you lift it, the mouse changes. It's no longer soft, round, and furry. It's hard, square, and made of plastic. 
That's because this is a computer mouse, you realize. You also notice that the knight has stopped dead in his tracks. He's motionless. Aha! The mouse controls the game! You shout. A robot-like voice echoes above the chessboard. It's the voice of a computer. Zormo. But surely the knight was mid-move. Yep. We cheated. It was, yeah, apparently the knight somehow did not enter our space. We managed to pause the knight's action? Yeah, that or he, canonically he was never going to make it to us in the first place and it just was scary. He started running straight forward and then he just beelined to the side. Oh, um, you know, yeah. Tricky knight business. <laughs> like they do. Uh, the mouse controls the game, you shout, or so your move, the computer tells you. You study the board. Oh, man. You don't know how to play chess. You have no idea what to do. Feeling rattled, you think, I can't let a computer beat me. Nervously, you move the computer mouse. A white pawn jumps ahead one space. Shut my... Oh, what? The computer declares. I do? You gasp in disbelief. Why? What? Wait, huh? Huh? What? What do I win? Jump to page 67. I... <laughs> okay. The chessboard vanishes. You're sitting in front of a small computer screen. That was fast. <laughs> a man's... I do one move. A man's face gazes at you. See, this is why chess is so imbalanced and there's no room for self-expression. If the enemy moves their knight, you move your pawn and it's checkmate. Like, it's <laughs> just so easy. It's I don't understand why people thing. still play this game. Like, why Why do people even use the knight anymore? <laughs> like, It's so imbalanced, you can just defeat it with the computer mouse. <laughs> uh, Congratulations, he says with a smile. You've just beaten our champion chess program. As a reward, we're going to turn you into a chess program. You suddenly find yourself in darkness. You hear a whirring sound. Whoa, you're in the computer. You've been turned into a com- <laughs> what? what does it mean? You've been turned into a computer chess program. See what it's like on page 52. Let's see what, the, see what it's like. Yeah, let's see I've always wondered. Is. I've always wondered what it's like to be a computer chess program. Get to work. A deep voice booms at you. Yeah, yeah. You grumble. The computer's central processing unit is bugging you again. That's the third time in the last tenth of a second. All because some stupid kid wants to play computer chess again. Get to work. The voice says again. All right. You groan. You remember when you were a kid. It seems like centuries ago. But then again, human time is so slow compared to computer time. You wait while the kid decides on his first move. It may only be a minute to him, but to you it feels like three weeks. There's nothing to do but to sit and count the nanoseconds. You're so bored you decide to crash the program for kicks. Huh. You sneer as the pieces freeze on the screen. How do you like that play, you little brat? Talk about having a silicon chip on your shoulder. The end. It's not a bad ending. It just... It's... Con like, I would consider, like, it on... If we went to the Goosebump wiki, this could per potentially be a mixed success. 
<laughs> you know? It's... Depending on how you feel about becoming a computer program that has to wait for the actions of children consistently. Yeah. Certainly. Uh, I, I will say, as for ends, though... I thought that was pretty fun. I, did, I liked it. Not, not many things explain the, the way that a, a you know, processor might be addressing a program in a, you know, a time scale that we don't necessarily perceive with such interest. I thought it was cool. I, I liked it. I liked it indeed. And I, now it's time to do something else. So what's the last branching point we're going to be that going is off of? what I'm looking at here. Uh, it so, would be right, picking up a shield, shield instead. So let me cool, just... Cool. Cross that up. Okay, yep, 123. So, Raising shield. In this is this is us as a pawn, the knight is coming closer. This is no time to fool around with a rodent! You mutter angrily. You raise your shield and brace yourself. Blang! It's like being hit by a freight train. Your whole body is vibrating. You can't survive another hit like that one. But the knight is turning back in your direction. No, here he comes. You hold up your shield, and the Black Knight promptly splits it into two with his lance. Spurring his horse, the knight gallops at you, full tilt. The lance is coming closer every second. As you prepare to meet your doom, you think, This is one night I'll never forget the end, and then you die. Mm-hmm. So, so, hey, at least we were right about that one. Although it does take two strikes to take out a pawn. I know, that's what balance. I was going to say. Like Knights have, like, super armor in this game? I, I can't. So, so 38 was our last choice then, which is... Soccer or video games. Soccer or videoed games. So we're going to be going to 135 for so soccer, or you want to go a whole different path? See, this was, this was my thought about the game. As soon as I saw all of these really quick splits to two, which looks like it's going to be consistent, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if there's like not even a normal end to this, and it's just like... You kind of just go around and you goof in a bunch of different dreamies. Mm. I wouldn't be shocked. I wonder, if, I wonder if the school one is more diverse and then there's like another one that's yeah, more linear be. even? Could be. But for now, we'll find this out with the soccer game. Let's do it. Let's go to the soccer game! You cry. We'll show those jocks that we belong there too! The kids all look at you with admiration. All except for Benny. He seems doubtful. Give Benny some encouragement. Oh, come on, Benny. You don't want to be a nerd all your life. You tell him. You lead the way to the athletic field. She, Alicia says to you. Do you play soccer? Sure, I'm actually great at the game. You brag. Actually, you don't even know how many players there are on a side. In fact, I wish I could play right now. The next thing you know, you're running down the field, deftly dribbling the ball. You're in the game. What a rush! A player on the opposing team tries to steal the ball, but with a quick move, you spin around and you slip the tackle. You have power armor. The goal is just ahead. The goalie has his hands up, waving. He's trying to distract you, you think. Then a teammate runs beside you, shouting, Pass the ball! You hesitate. Should you pass the ball or shoot? If you shoot, go to page 48. If you pass, go to page 81. Um, I mean, like is good to pass ball. 
in sport is theme. good to pass ball exactly if i've ever learned anything from sports anime and god i hope i have it's that <laughs> the coolest characters always set up other characters and that's a fundamental part of them the cool thing about them is their pro-social interactions with their teammates yeah so surely surely it'll be rewarded your team your teammate has a better shot. So you pass the ball. Your teammate shoots and scores. Goal! Your team eventually wins by one goal. The crowd goes nuts. Spectators rush out onto the field and you are a hero. The soccer coach forces his way through the crowd. The coach shouts. I just got a call from the US Pro Soccer League. They want you in the World Cup. You're so happy that you decide to play for the fun of it. For free. <laughs> this is the okay. This is the greatest moment of your life. You only wish you could tell your folks about it. Wake up! Come on, sleepyhead, rise and shine. You open your eyes. You're back in bed at the inn, and your mom is waking you up. You recall your dream with a chill. Play soccer for free? No shoe contract? No TV commercials? Are you kidding me? Next time, you better dream. You have a sports agent. The end. Now, now, I know this is probably not intentionally trying to mirror the uh, college sports leagues of the United States and specifically the fact that they cannot be paid and yes. cannot have any endorsements of any yes. kind, giving them remuneration from any other source. But it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. The dream that this person had torn away from them is just a reality for a whole league of players. Pretty much. It's also, I would consider, I mean, like, I think that my inkling about, at the very least, this path may have been proven correct. I think that we are just going to go on a bunch of little silly yeah. silly stints. So do you, do you want to humor what uh, not passing the ball is like just to, like, see? Absolutely. What, what is being a little ball hog like? No way you're sharing the glory with teammates. You shoot. The goalie dives for it and misses. The ball bounces in. You scored the goal. The crowd goes berserk. Your teammates are going berserk. And the opposing team is laughing and slapping you on the back. Hey, way to go, dork. They laugh. Your face turns red when you discover why. You scored a goal against your own team. That's why the goalie was waving and why your teammate wanted the ball. The game ends, your team loses by one goal. You just lost us the championship, roars your coach. The U.S. League just called and told me to kill you. You're going to pay the price. <laughs> Get him, guys. Your teammates start chasing you around the stadium with knives. It's just a game. Ow. You cry out pointlessly. You don't have to be mad. You, when they catch up to you, they throw you on the ground. Their shoes come down on you. Oh my god, again and again as you lose consciousness, you hear Benny sneer. Hey, loser. I guess you really do get a kick out of soccer. The end. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That is what a what a what an end that one was. Uh, 
<laughs> that was just. I love it. I. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This I like it so far. It, it, it's very different in this this format, but it's kind of it's just mm-hmm. a bunch of. What if you did this little silly thing for a minute? What if you did this mm-hmm. little silly thing for a minute? Do you want to join the in crowd or do you want to uh, pass entirely? I think we should join the in crowd. I think uh, ascending to the most recent splitting choice. Maybe we have the ability to, you know, make a more equal world whilst yes. ingratiated here. Exactly. Maybe we will become a computer program here too. Mm. Who knows? This is my big chance to be popular, you think? You casually walk over to the in crowd. Hey, you're just in time. Says Bobby Smith, the basketball star. We were all going to go to the cafeteria. We were waiting for you. Waiting for me as you head down the stairs. Wow, (laughs) they like me. They really like me. The cafeteria is packed with kids. As soon as you see the cool click walk in, everyone stares. Kids you don't even know say hello. Feels great. You always wanted to be liked by everyone, and now you are. You and your crowd sit together at the best lunch table. This is the greatest, you think, as you sit down. Everyone likes me. This greatest. Bobby Smith says as he pokes you with a fork. I really like it. What the hell? Sorry, I... Of any... I mean, I guess I hope it'll be explained, but of any couple sentences in Goosebumps, that one sends me more than anything. Yeah, this is the greatest, Bobby Smith says, as he pokes you with a fork. I really like it. What texture of my skin? Like, the only thing I can think that makes sense here is, like, we wish that they think like us. And so what they're doing is just mirroring exactly what we're thinking. Yeah. And we're going to you know, go one page down and all of them are just going to be drone replicas of us and the bad end. Yeah, I think that might be the thing. Or they're just going to... I mean, we'll find out. Bobby pokes you with his fork again. Huh? What's happening? The dream has changed. You're not sitting at the table anymore. You're on... Okay, this is not what I expect. You're on the table. In fact, you're sitting in a plate on Bobby's tray. You've been transformed. But into what? Oh, Frankenbeans! Cries Cassie. Can I have some? Sure. Bobby replies. Cassie lives, lifts her fork over you. You become a plate of Franks and beans. And Bobby and Cassie <laughs> are about to eat you. <laughs> But why? Why did we think this? <laughs> uh, I didn't ask for this dream, you think? What's the deal? Uh, um? Cassie digs a fork into you. Part of you is a part of you is on its way into her mouth. Oh. She smacks her lips. My favorite food! Mine too. Bobby agrees. Swall- <laughs> Come <Yep>. on. <laughs> Bobby yep. agrees, swallowing some of you. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> That's in the universe. Then it occurs <laughs> to you. You did ask for this dream. No, still no. 
You wanted to be everyone's favorite. And now you are. Doggone it. First, what? First Bobby eats the middle of the Frank. Then Cassie finishes the end. <laughs> Why? The logic here is definitely in, you know, tongs come down from the skies yeah. and flick you into Cairo. But, yeah. I gotta say, first Bobby eats the middle of the Frank and then Cassie finishes the, the end. end. And also good. just learning that we've become a plate of Frank and beans, which is these two people's favourite <laughs> food. Know. Both of these people. And it, but, like, and... <laughs> just... Uh... <laughs> I'm always, I'm already overlooking the fact that we wanted to be their favorite person. We wanted to be popular with them. Uh, we didn't necessarily want to be edible, but maybe yeah. it's a monkey's paw kind of situation. Maybe all of them are going to twist against us in a way. It, it, it seems it. Um, mm. So the next thing would take us all the way back to going to see the principal or not. Uh, which I think we probably should go to the principal. I think Mr. Lagamba was trying to give us an important warning. He was trying situation. to railroad us a little mm. bit here. Uh, okay. 114. Let me just... Okay. You swagger to the principal's office. I'll chuck out the principal and take his place, you think. You stop. There are two doors across from each other, both marked principal's office. One of them has the name of the real principal on it, and the other has your name. Which door do you go in? If you enter the door with the real principal's name on it, go to 23. If you enter the door with your name, go to page 91. Hmm. I have no strong feelings one way or another. My only, like, 50.1% is I think it might be slightly more interesting to walk into a door with our name on it because we might encounter ourselves. Let's do it. You march through the door with your name on it. The desk inside has a nameplate, and your name is on it. You really are principal. Fantastic, you think. You have some great ideas for running the school. You announce them over the PA system. Uh, okay. So, uh, my first order of the day is I want the students and teachers to bother me at all times. Um, and homework's optional, and there's no school on Mondays or Fridays. Being principal rocks. Just then, an irate teacher rushes in. It's Mr. Bumber, the shop teacher. Have you gone crazy? He roars. How dare you speak to me without bowing? You demand. Why, you? Mr. Bumber bellows. His face turns purple with rage. Then he lunges across your desk and leaps for your throat. Leap back on page 36. <laughs> What? I love the idea of something le someone leaping for your throat, and you're like, I've got time to respond to this. I'm leaping at you also. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was under the I was under the impression it was like take a leap backwards, but I oh! but I but I like that interpretation so much more. Fight fire with fire and yeah. leap with leap. <laughs> Whoa! You cry. You throw yourself backwards out of reach of Mr. Bumber's hands. Unfortunately, as you 
go down, you accidentally slam your head against the microphone. You're knocked out cold. Next thing you know, you're waking up in a hospital. You overhear a nurse saying, Oh, well, because of the accident, the poor patient has delusions of being a school principal. But you are the principal, you think. You can't remember being anything else. For the rest of your life, you tell anyone who will listen. I'm the principal. Bow to me. I'm the principal. Bow to me. I'm the principal. Bow to me. The end. Okay. You know what? Fun. I liked it. It was uh, a good yeah. time. Alright, real principal's time. Let's actually report to the principal that uh, Mr. LaBamba told us to. Yeah. I'm gonna be, like, kind of impressed if this ends up actually being a long-form story that has, like, a concrete end. Because this is, this is mm -hmm. the last path. Uh, at this yep. point. So, the last path on this dream. Yes, specifically. yes. The last path on this dream. Uh, I want to tell off the real principal, you think. You throw open the door to his office. He looks up from his desk with a big smile. Oh, there you are. He gushes. Oh, I'm so glad to see you. You are? You reply, caught off guard. Well, of course. He cries, getting up and coming around you. Around this you. is your big day. He ushers you back into the hall. Hurry up, hurry up. He urges you. They're about to start. What's up? Maybe you're going to get an award for being most likely to be good looking. The two <gasps> of you halt in the front of a large door. So conceited for that to be your first yeah. thought. I'm being hurried somewhere? Oh, it's probably because I'm gorgeous. Oh my god, am I getting the hot award? Again? <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> I love the idea that anytime anything out of the ordinary happens to this character, every single time they're like, oh, it's the Hot Award. Is it like, <laughs> mailman, is that a package for me? Is from the Hot Awards? Home? No? Okay, it's a bill. All right, is that my placard for being very, very, very hot? <laughs> Here um, we are. The principal says in a cheery voice. Oh, good. You gasp out of breath. So, get ready, he booms, for the most important test of your life. Take the test on page 129. Where the principal... Test? With the principal. Test, you cry. How can you take a test? You haven't studied at all. Oh, we're not the principal in this universe. Never mind. You don't hmm. even know what the test is about. Hey, I don't want to take a test. You begin to protest. <laughs> The principal puts his fingers to his lips. They're about to start. Hurry up. Your seat's over there. All the other students are already seated, hunched over their papers, pencils in hand. Reluctantly, you walk to the front. Taking tests always makes you nervous. Psst. A kid at the desk is trying to get your attention. It's Al Wheeler, the smartest guy in your class. What about the... well, hey. The other guy isn't necessarily in our class. Uh, He's true. the smartest guy in the school. Mm. Hey. We're the hottest guy in school and the class. Mm. He whispers. Hey. This test's a total killer, but I already wrote down some of the answers. He holds out a piece of paper. You want to see him? This is your chance to get all the right answers, but it's cheating. What do you do? 
to take the paper. Go to page 31. If you keep walking, go to page 50. Uh, cheating I is good. this is the test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that that's true, and I think that cheating's good. Is the oh hell yeah, let's do it. Let's take the paper then. At this Worst point, case scenario, I, we just get booted back to this page. Here's my thought process. At this point, we have exhausted all of the paths in the world. In in the fact that the other one is obviously like the better answer, I'd like to exhaust the one that's gonna kill us. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'd like to cheat. Also, cheating is good, kids. Yeah. Uh, thirty-one is far away from here 31 to do a little cheating do a little cheating i'll never pass this test on my own you think besides it's not fair no one told me about it you grab the paper and then you feel a tap on your shoulder it's the principal he holds out his hand ah i see you've already completed the test he says cheerfully let's see how you did you don't know what to do. As you stand there confused, he takes the paper from you. <clears throat> he mutters, his face growing clouded. <clears throat> no, no. <clears throat> what? You cry finally, unable to take the suspense. He looks at you with concern. <laughs> well, it's just I'm afraid you got every answer wrong. You'll have to go back to kindergarten for the rest of your life. Kindergarten. Kindergarten? The next thing you know, you're squeezed into a very small chair with your legs under a very short table. You're in a kindergarten class with five-year-olds. You raise your hand and ask the teacher, Is it time for milk and cookies yet, Mom? Oh, no. The end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> uh, yeah, that went about as... Well, actually, no. I, uh, we didn't even get caught for cheating. We just yeah. This guy is. We got set up. That was we got set up absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we did not get punished appropriately for our cheating. Uh, I'm going to sue this book on behalf of parents mm -hmm. and appropriate and guardians. That's uh, that's why this book is one of the harder ones to get. It was already yeah. taken off of all shelves from previous it was banned uh, lawsuits. From the, it was banned from the libraries for supporting cheating, kind of, sort of, a little bit. Uh, no! Cheating is wrong, you tell yourself. Besides, you might get caught. You find yourself seated at an empty desk. The teacher at the front of the room announces, Please turn over your paper and begin. You have... Fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds? For the whole test? Nervously, you turn the paper over and look at it. It says, The most important test in your life. Please circle the correct answer. Why did the chicken cross the road? A. To get to the other side. B. E equals MC squared. <laughs> you can't believe it. This is the most important test of your life? Answer's obvious. Or is it a trick question? Glance at the clock. There's only four seconds left. <laughs> you have to choose. What's the answer? If you pick A, go to 126. If you pick B, go to 117. Rito, I have a question. What? When the... Because ev everyone, as a kid, hears the why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side joke, right? Yes. And for the first... 
I, I'm not going to spoil this part. When did you get that joke? When were you certain you got that joke? Like the meta, the meta joke of it. Sure. Uh, I think right away, but I also okay. I. But I think at a time I didn't. I don't think I found it funny. But then, like, so it was I, like a. It was a slow burn for me, and then I found it funnier later. Like uh -huh. I, I understood it, but I was like, "But that's not how jokes work," and I don't like it. Like, mm. it's better if it's funny, and I. Mm. And, but like, I understood what it was going for. I think. I don't know. It's hard to. It's hard to say. It's. It's. It, it eludes is. me. Do you have a, so, a a take on it? I feel like there's. A story I, here. I do, in that uh, the, the delay between me hearing this joke and getting this joke was 20 years. Oh. It was two decades, right? The first time I looked at it, it was, why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? All right. Like, it's like an anti-joke, right? Like, the normal joke is, like, uh, there'd be, like a, like, a funny punchline in there. But no, there isn't. It's just because of the normal reason. Got it, right? Uh, yeah. The the chicken dying part didn't hit me until two decades later. The other side being the afterlife, the the, the particular inherent danger in a chicken crossing a road. Didn't get that. I just got the anti-joke version initially. Um Two decades for you as well now? I never thought I never I never thought about it. I was like, yeah, no, there's no more there's nothing more to it. Yep. It's about dying, buddy. I mean like Or at least that's that's the interpretation I've come away with is that uh, what I think is supposed to have been intended in a certain fashion. It's a very it, old joke. It's it's a better joke that way. Yep. It's it's still fine at best, but it's better. Oh, absolutely. I'll take it. The ambiguity it. of it, of course, adds to it as well. There's, there's, there's layers to what is probably the first joke every single person hears. Yeah, it's true. Mine was, um, oh my gosh. It, all I remember, I just only remember the punchline. <laughs> so I, I'm going to tell you the punchline and I think you can come up with the joke because it's one of those. Okay. A popsicle. Mm. Yeah, some sort of frozen dog thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I you got it. I I will I will very quickly summarize for you the oldest joke I remember hearing and it's a series of jokes that my father would tell. Uh and it was um how do you know an elephant's been in your house? Mm, oh, how? sorry. The first question is uh how many elephants can fit in a mi uh, mini minor? Uh I don't understand. No. Four. Two in the front, two in the back. It's a car. <laughs> okay. Uh, how do you know an elephant's been in your house? How? There's footprints in the butter. How do you know two elephants have been in your house? How? Two sets of footprints in the butter. How do you know three elephants have been in your house? How? Three sets of footprints in the butter. How do you know four elephants have been in your house? Hmm. How? There's a mini miner parked out front. I was gonna That's say. It. I was gonna say. <laughs> Uh, I like it. I like it. it beats chicken. It beats chicken cross the road. 
Yeah, exactly. It, it was the one I think that I'd first internalized as uh, actually making me laugh consistently. And it was also the point at which I learned that if you're laughing hysterically and someone just puts their finger in front of your eyes and makes you focus on it, you'll just start laughing hilariously at that as well. And so yeah. I was just incapacitated. It's a very treasured memory of mine, frankly. Footprints oh. in the butter. Well, thank you for hey, sharing. Hey, um... Is, oh, yeah, it, is it EMC squared? Is it energy equals mass times the speed of light squared? Or is it to get to the other side? Why did the chicken cross the road? Well, see, here, now for, here's for the, the special law of relativity? Yeah, so here's the tricky thing is I, I similarly want to pick the wrong answer. Mm. So I'm like, I want to find out what the right answer is so we can pick the opposite one. I, you like, know, let's do E equals MC squared because it seems like that's so obviously not the correct and I also envision this weird version where we, like, end up becoming Robert Oppenheimer. <laughs> no, that, no, that's in Animorphs. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> that's, you circle I forgot Robin yeah. Oppenheimer. He, he was an animal, right? So we just... I, I stayed in his form too long, and now I'm stuck <laughs> as Robert Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Destroyer of worlds. Yeah. You circle the answer B. E equals MC squared. You have no idea what it means, but it sure sounds smart. Ring. Time's up! Calls out the teacher. You hand in your paper. The teacher shakes her head. There's no need to hand it in, she says. Your answers were automatically recorded by our computer. I'm afraid that everyone circled the wrong answer. Except one student. So the wrong answer except one student. She stares straight at you. That's you, baby! She exclaims. You're the only one in the entire country who circled the correct answer. <laughs> A 50-50? Like, okay. <laughs> she hands you a piece of paper. So here's your report card. She says. You're so surprised that you're speechless. The teacher smiles, reaches out, and shakes your shoulder. Wake up. She says, you go to page 76. You go to page 76. I mean, like, it seems impressive now, but like once the curve is applied, we're all just getting 50%. <laughs> it's fine. Wake up. Come on, baby. Wake up. Someone is shaking you awake. It's your mom. She's standing over your bed at the end, shaking your shoulder. Come on, wake up, sleepyhead, she repeats. I got some very important news. You sit up. That was some dream. It seems so real. The, st the strangest oh. thing just happened. Your mom gushes. Your principal just called us. Said you did an amazing job on your latest test. Wh what? Your heart is pounding. Yeah. Uh, your mom continues with a grin. In fact... You scored so well, he says you never have to go to school again. You glance at the headboard. Did one of the gargoyles just wink at you? Well? Your mom asks. Aren't you going to say something? Yeah. You reply. Could we buy this headboard and take it home? The end. That's well, a good ending, baby! That is the goodest of endings. We did it. Uneducated for life. Woo, woo. E equals MC squared. That's all you need to know. 
You don't need to know what any of the pieces of it mean or what it represents. You don't need to interact with it. You just need to know that it clearly is the correct answer. It's true. I love the idea also because it is a 50-50. So if yeah. anyone accidentally selected yeah. it or yes. you know, that was misread by the computer or anything like that, then congratulations, you never have to go to school again. Never school again. Foolproof. No, no, not gonna fact check that one at all. No worries. Uh, wow. Well, do you want to just read the final answer on this path? Let's do it. All right. You take a deep breath. This is uh, A to cross uh, to get to the other side. Yes. Just take a deep breath and circle answer A. Honk. A minivan speeds by, just missing you. A few of your feathers go fluttering off the in the wind. Feathers? You glance down at yourself and almost faint. You've been transformed into a chicken, and you're in the middle of a road. Cars whiz by in both directions. A Cadillac is heading right towards you. <laughs> so, so just the phrasing on it uh, I, mean, I mean it just looks well whatever you screech as you flap your wings <laughs> frantically you run for your life this is no joke you realize if I die in the dream I'll be dead meat for real desperately you try and cross the road your little feet don't move very fast but you reach the next lane honk the blare of the truck's horn shatters the air. You glance up. A gigantic 18-wheeler is barreling down on you. You get a flash of insight. The true answer to the question is, the chicken never made it across the road. So he did get to the other side. The end! Exactly. We did it! We schooled! We learned, we principled, we answered a question. Now, we probably aren't qualified for most entry-level jobs, unfortunately, at this point. We're gonna have to go into the trades. Yeah. Yeah. It's... and we, uh... We're I'm not gonna, gonna go learn joinery. Yeah. We're not gonna get paid for, uh... being a soccer star, either, so that's not... that's a bust. Mm. Man. Also, we did just wake up from that one, right? Like, like the world didn't seem to be changed. We didn't need to yeah. go to soccer immediately. We were still going to school. It was just, we'd unfortunately uh, dreamed or hoped to yeah. be in bed or wake up at some point. Also, we never met the sleep master! I, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was, I was gonna, yeah. Gah! I don't know if he's just not in this part or whatever, but like... I do wonder. I wonder if it's like... Uh, here's the question. Is it... Oh, man. Is it two paths and then this path branched into the four? Or is the four branch the only path? I'm like... Re I'm really curious about that aspect mm. of it, you know? Like... To, so much so that I'm going to... You know... Out of my curiosity, try and go downstairs. Try and go downstairs just to see if it's. <gasps> of course. Uh, but so it, it seems like it is straight up going to be uh, an actually different path that like has mm. a full thing. So wow, like there is there's a world in which. 
we just like we can like quad dip back into this if the other paths absolutely <laughs> this is so primed for the return to page yeah this this one is so dippable like the the if the other four paths work like those that one did then uh, of this side then that's just so much we could just like it's like a little friend we could come back to uh <laughs> visit the sleep master but for now i think that that's like a pretty logical like you know, fully exhausting that those branches feels about right. It um, absolutely is. It also gives us uh, your loan has expired for exactly the one hour that we can hold this book. Exactly. It's true. So, man, alas, uh, anything you want to say? Any final closing thoughts on the book, I guess, first? I... I really quite like the condensed formula that they use for, like, you know, a typical Goosebumps adventure in yeah. books like this specifically. Another example of this kind of recently, although it had the interconnection in the paths, uh, was Your Plant Food. Uh, yeah. Another example, obviously, would have been the, uh, the what was the mall one called again, please? Uh, if you recall. Shop Till You Drop Dead. Shop Till You Drop Dead, thank you. Um <clears throat> Although, like, the other versions have inventory management, another thing that I particularly like in crossing over paths, this version that is just more dense and gives them the ability to focus on very specific visions yeah. of certain ends is also really, really entertaining. This is, like, another kind of goosebumps that's now emerged in my memory as, like, a really yeah. particularly engaging one. It, it's, like, it's just a condensed version of what it feels like the writers of Goose... Like, I'm sorry, I mean... Uh, sorry, the all right single writer R.L. Stein. Yes. Um the, the writer of Goosebumps really seems to seems to want to gravitate towards anyways, which is mm -hmm. just like a quick snappy end where you get to kind of have uh explore a silly idea very quickly, then tell a snappy joke about how it you know wrecks yeah. you in the end. It it seems like the like the full distilled primal version if you if you divide it to its origin it this is what this is what it is legitimately like if you go to like Cryptmaster and tv show and things like this you end up effectively with just condensed story joke at end yeah and baby that's not if that's not the purest version of the formula distilled yeah but I, yeah I, I really liked it to, i i don't think i've had one of the books where where we've gotten through all of like an ending like this we were exhausted all the paths and then i'm like yeah i could like i don't know i like i could just i would do more paths next week you know like i i hadn't had that thought as much where I'd, the other ones i'd be like i'm excited to come back to this someday maybe if we want to mm -hmm. but for this one i'm like yeah i don't know i could see it's just like revisiting it revisiting it very soon it's, it, I think part of the contributing to that is, you know, obviously we've noted over the course of the series that the, the, the branching and divergent paths have moved earlier and earlier and earlier in the story. And here, not only are they earlier, but they're also quite obvious and quite distinct. Mm -hmm. So it makes it much easier to be like, yeah, I'm going to read you know, the two opening pages and then make a completely different selection, yeah. which I know generally the direction of as well. Yeah. But, hey, either way, I enjoyed it. But unfortunately, it was only a nightmare. So I guess I don't. Damn. Shame. Here I thought it was a dream. Yeah. 
Uh, anything you want to plug in specific? Any show management things to say at this moment in time? Uh, none in particular on my side. Yeah, I don't think so either. If you have anything you want to say to us or um, you want to help out with finding you know, some of the books that we need, which I guess I, you know what? It's been a while. I haven't said which, maybe, maybe it hasn't. Actually, I don't know. I'll say them again. Who cares? It's fun to list Please things. Do. Uh, if you have the books and, you know, ha have a way to scan and send or send or something, uh, we are looking for books number 35, Hocus Pocus Horror, 36, Ship of Ghouls, 38, Into the Twister of Terror, number 40, Zombie School, number 42, All Day Nightmare, and then the special editions number 2, Return to Terror Tower, number 6, Revenge of the Body Squeezers, and number 8, Weekend at Poison Lake. If you have any leads on any of that or... Again, yeah, you have like something scannable or you just know where to find it. Uh, turn to pagecast at gmail.com is the place to get into contact with us. Um, more on, you know, other things coming soonish uh, that, that we'll be able to talk about as well. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to cover those books because otherwise we're, yeah, we're, we're really running out of goosed bumpers at this point. Um, but it's been a blast so far. Uh, mm -hmm. I've really enjoyed it. It's it's been a great if, thirty-two weeks. So it has been. If I can also tag on, I will say that uh, to that same email address, uh, if you have any uh, choose your own adventure books that you're familiar yeah. with of a series of this kind of age of of these kinds of mediums and genres, feel free to recommend that to uh, that. Uh, that email as well would be much appreciated. We can't necessarily guarantee that we will do them, but we have a couple of ideas in the yes. tank. And it would be nice to hear what y'all are particularly keen on yeah. as well. But don't worry. There's, if, if we, even if we don't get any, there's a, I have a, we have a big list at this point uh, mm -hmm. of things to, that we are excited. I, at least I am, I guess I can't speak. I, I'm quite excited to get to some of the other things as well. Anyways, I'm dismayed. I'm I just know. losing it. I, it it's a thing where, like, I'm not, I'm not, ex you know, I'm not excited to be done with Goosebumps, but I am yeah, similarly true, excited to also. I'm excited for other things. Also, is kind of where mm -hmm. I'm at. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'll, we'll leave it at that. Uh, but. We have uh, quite a few books, and we have the special edition books, which I think are going to be really... I think that's going to be a really, like, really special <laughs> set of mm -hmm. a couple episodes, I think. Dare uh, I say edition as well. Yeah, sure. <laughs> dare you. <laughs> you dare? Wow. All right, well, alas, it is time for this podcast to get to the other side. So, I guess that's... That means it dies, I know. I just found that out. Bye. Adios.